Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. My name is J.R. Mizrak, and today I'm joined by Ariana Fisher from Missouri Track and Field. Ariana, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. I'm so excited to be here, and yeah, I'm ready for it. Awesome. Well, primarily on the track and field, you are a jumper. Um, just compete. You just told me you, know, you competed at USA's recently, but before we get into the here and the now of your track career, how about we go back to where you started? What got you into jumping and track and field and just what kept you going throughout that journey? Yes. So track has always been a part of my life. My mom, she uh, used to coach at a high school. Uh, she never coached me per se, but I was just always around the sport. And I really didn't start jumping or pursuing track and field until seventh grade. So I was like 12. Before then, I was like soccer. I'm in love with soccer. I played soccer since I was six, and that was my thing. And then I went to middle school, and I was like, I guess I'm pretty fast. Like, I should do this. I, I jump pretty far. I jump pretty high. Like, I think I'm going to be good at this. And so that's when I first started doing track was in seventh grade. But I also was doing four other sports <laughs> throughout middle school and high school, and really was my junior year of high school when I was like okay like track and field is gold mine right here like this is what I love to do this is what makes me the happiest and I really want to specialize and just do this specifically and so it was not until my junior year of high school and I stopped doing all my other sports and I just focused on all right now I noticed whenever I looked at your you know University of Missouri profile there were some sprint times as well as jumping. So what is that like competing, you know, in two different event groups? Yeah, it's fun. Um, I mean, obviously I was really like specializing in triple jump and a jumper. I categorize myself as a jumper for sure. <laughs> but it's fun to do some sprints here and there. I mean, it keeps me quick on the runway, which is a good thing. And it's fun to just get out of my element and compete against some really fast women. <laughs> and to be able to hold my own makes it even better. So I really enjoy running as well. Now, what does a normal day of training look like? And then can you compare like a in-season training to an off-season training kind of? Yeah, of course. So during the season, we have different like cycles. So it's always changing like the practice times, but Usually Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's two days. So we'll have weights in the morning and we'll do a lot of Olympic lifts like snatch, clean, squats, all of that. And then later in the afternoon, we'll have practice. And um, we don't specifically jump every day. We only really jump twice a week and that's like Tuesdays and Thursdays. And the rest of the times, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we usually do some sprints. We do longer runs. We do biometrics, different jumping stuff. Um, so yeah, we really don't triple jump per se a lot <laughs> throughout the week, like days-wise, but Tuesdays and Thursdays are our specialized days where we're going hard on the runway and really getting in those jumping days. And so that's pretty much throughout the whole in-season. And usually like in the fall, pre-season, um, we do a lot of fun stuff. Uh, we start off doing like some sand volleyball work, which is really fun. We're like all in the sand and we're playing and it's, it's a great time. And we do a lot more strenuous things, I guess you could say. We run a lot more. We do a lot 
of loading on the body, on the muscles, really like getting our bodies in shape and tired for sure. So that when we get in season, it kind of feels like a, okay, like I'm ready, I got this. Um, and yeah, during the summer, it's kind of more chill. We just keep it in shape and uh, still in the weight room. I gotta ask, I know that when I, you know, first started track and field in high school, I kind of watched the triple jump and the, the motion looked a little odd to me, I guess. It's not something you don't normally see on a, you know, everyday basis. What is that like when you're actually the triple jumper? Like, what's that motion feel like? Yeah, I mean, now I feel like it's just second nature, <laughs> like truly. Um, but it is, it's, it's a very technical event. Um, there's a lot of components that go into it because there are three phases to the jump. And so I feel like when you are watching it, it's kind of like, what are they doing? Like, how do they get from there to there? And though, you know, like it's, it is a very technical event. And I don't know, I think now it really is just second nature. So it doesn't feel any certain type of way, but I do think I'm at a point in my career where if I do it incorrectly, I know. Like after the jump, I can like, know that wasn't right. Like something was off, I didn't feel, because I just feel like when we do it right, it, it just feels effortless. It's just like, oh, wow, this is easy. And they do it wrong. It's like, oh, my God, my knee, my ankle. Like, this is not this is not right. This is not how I'm supposed to feel when I'm landing. So it is very technical, and there's a lot of components that come into it. I feel like when it's done correctly, it's just, it's easy. You flow. You know, you said that you took it super, super seriously your junior year. You know, you eventually got the opportunity to compete for the University of Missouri, you know, an SEC Division One school. Why did you eventually choose to go to the University of Missouri? Yeah, so um, I'm originally from California, San Jose, California, Bay Area. And I knew for sure I wanted to leave California. I was like, I need to go spread my wings, expand my horizons, and just see the world a little bit more. And so all of the schools I looked at were outside of the West Coast, really. Like, I didn't want to stay in the West Coast. And Mizzou was my first official visit. It was my first college I came to. And I was so nervous. But I remember when I met Ilian Chamov, Coach Chamov, I was like, I just felt like kind of at home with him as a coach and as a person. Like, he made me feel very comfortable. My mom, when she, she came with me on my visit, it made her feel very comfortable. And it was just one of those experiences when we were going through campus and he was showing the facilities and everything. I was like, I can see myself here. Like what he was telling me, I can like envision in my mind that I just felt comfortable. I met the team and I instantly connected with a lot of them. And it was just really a good visit. And I had some other great visits as well at other universities, but something just about Mizzou kind of felt like a second home. And I was really nervous because I was like, what is in Missouri for me? Like, what is in Missouri? I'm like, in California, big state. And then I'm like, what's Missouri? Like, what? <laughs> so that was definitely like, okay, if I'm gonna do this, I'm going to Missouri. But I will say, Chama, my coach, had a really big influence on why I came here. He's, he's a great coach in general and he made me very comfortable. And then I really love the campus and just what Missouri is about. And so, it was really not that hard of a decision for me, honestly. You got through all that schooling and you're pretty much just going to go right back. You graduated. Um, I saw that you're going to go teach kindergarten, right? Yes. 
Yes. What what led you to that decision? Why did you just why did you decide to become a teacher and why specifically kindergarten? Yeah, so I love littles. I just feel like younger kids are like little sponges. When they have like the information, they just soak it all up. And they're still at the age where they truly are like loving school. Like they come to school and they're excited to learn and they want to learn. And they just say and do the craziest things that just have you laughing and like loving life all day. And it's just very, it's a rewarding career in my opinion. You just get to like see these little kids like blossom and they come in and they don't know their letters and they don't know really anything. They're just like living life and they're leaving your classroom and they are knowing how to write and read and decode and just that is just great. Like it's crazy to me to just see that and I just love seeing people grow in all aspects of my life. I just feel like elevating yourself is what everyone should want to do. So when I'm in the classroom teaching, I just want to elevate these kids in the best way possible. And so, yeah, I really like the younger ages and I'm definitely open to going a little older, like first grade, maybe second grade, but I'm really enjoying the kindergarten age, five and six, we, we click. So I am gonna get my master's though, because I have one more year of eligibility, master's of education, so. I'm not leaving the zoo just yet. Um, I'm gonna finish out that two-year program and then I'm off to my littles. Okay. All right. Um, the last about year or so, you've had some really uh, you know, great experiences at some big track and field meets. I want to first touch on nationals just pat, you know, just this past month. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like competing at NCAA nationals? Yeah, NCAAs are always a great time. <laughs> I mean, I definitely didn't finish the way I wanted to at that meet. I didn't compete the way I thought I was and what I was ready for. I felt amazing. My body felt ready to jump big jumps. And it just didn't come together on that day. And sometimes that happened. And um, all I really could do was learn from it. But the experience was amazing. I love competing against women at that level because everyone's good. Like, there's no one that's, like, lacking you are in a field of women who are pushing me. Like we're looking at each other and we're like, oh my God, like we're all great. You know, like we're all here for a reason. We all put the work in to get here and it's time to just go out there, have fun and do it. And so NTAs are always fun. I love going to those meets and you can't take it for granted because it is very challenging to get there. So when you get there, you really have to look back and be like, I'm proud of myself and I'm proud to be here. So now let's do big things while I'm there even though I didn't um, get the results I wanted, it wasn't the end, you know, like I still have a meet to go and I still had a really good time. And it's a learning lesson. Now you mentioned, you know, the meet to go just, you know, last week you were able to compete at USA's. You told me a little bit about that before we got on the podcast. Um, You know, you finished in a pretty great place. Yes. Talk to me about that experience. Yeah, so um, really, I feel like NCAAs definitely lit a fire under me a little bit. Um, I was like, wow, I really can't finish off this season like this. Like, I can't finish not making finals and not jumping what I know I can. So going to and going into USA's, I was like, all right, Ariana, like, let's do this, you know, get back, get back to the track and train hard and really go for it. So being at USA's, it was an amazing, amazing experience. Again, um, just being around professional athletes as well as other collegiate athletes at that level 
is just, it's really the highest level you can get outside of world championships. And so going there and finishing fourth and being able to say like number four in the USA, you know, like I'm number four triple jumper in the United States is crazy. And then to also just be able to go there and get a PR and jump 13 meters, 1363 meters and get another school record and just finish off my season with a, a pot on a positive note. It was like an amazing thing. Um, and just like being in the atmosphere with all those pro athletes, it really just makes you want to elevate yourself, elevate your craft and your skill and to just keep putting in the work so you can, again, be at the level and at those meets with all the professional athletes and hopefully in a couple of years be a professional athlete. And so it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And I wanted more again with the metric side of it. I wanted to jump farther, but I mean, yeah happens happens so I mean still coming out that meet fourth and getting a PR getting a school record and being able to say I'm number four in the U.S. I can't really complain you know um and then I'd say probably an even bigger stage is the Olympics you got the you got the uh, chance to go to the Olympic trials what was that experience like and you know what is it like knowing that you're going to have a shot at some point to you know, compete for your country to compete against other people across the world as, you know, some of the best jumpers in the world? Yeah, it was honestly the craziest thing ever. I was so excited last year being able to even say, like, I'm going to the Olympic trials at that point. I was like, I made it. Like, I was just so excited to even be able to get there. And then once I was there, I think I got past the excitement like okay I'm here and like, all right now I gotta focus and realize in my head and mentally that yes I'm happy to be here but like I'm not here just for fun and just I can't be just content with just getting here it has to be more it has to be competing at my highest level while being there so it was a crazy experience though just seeing all the different professional athletes all the different people trying to make the team to compete for our country um it was crazy. And to finish seventh there at the time, I was, I was happy with the, with what I did. And I PR'd at that meet too. So you really can't ask for much more when you PR and you continue, but it was definitely something that, that like helped me coming into this season because I was like, that is really the highest stage, you know, outside of again, the world championships that I could have been on. So, you know, like coming back to like, compete in college I was like wow like I've seen I've seen these girls you know like I, I can do this like, these meets it didn't really phase me and make me as nervous as it used to because I had been at a higher stage and so I think that was great it gave me a boost of confidence for this season and it just kind of mentally prepared me like you you can do this like you're meant to be here it's not a fluke you know like it's not something you work for it so um, yeah, it was just, it was an amazing experience and not many people can say they've been to the Olympic trials. And I say, I can, and I can say, well, I was 20 years old on the Olympic trials. So yeah, it was great. We just went through a number of some pretty, uh, you know, great memories that I'm sure you have, but is there a favorite memory with the sport of track and field? Is there one that sticks out to you that, you know, you're like, yeah, that's the one that's going to stick with me for forever? Yeah, um, I honestly don't think I have one. I mean, I feel like every time 
I may, well, okay. I know, I think I have one. <laughs> so, soft or yeah, sophomore year, 20, 20, sophomore? Nope, junior year. So, junior year, um, last year, when I first made my first NCAAs indoor, um, I was competing at Arkansas at SECs. I didn't have a mark to qualify for indoor nationals. And I was like, this is the last meet before I go. I really got to do this. And um, it was like on my last jump, I went out there and I was like, Ariana, it's all or nothing. Either you're done with your indoor season now or you make nationals. So um, you got to do it. And so I went, I jumped and I got the, I jumped and I got the result for, to make the big NCAAs indoor. And I was just so excited and I PR'd and it was just like one of those moments where it's like, I will never forget that moment because freshman year and sophomore year, I was just working so hard to get to NCAAs and I just kept falling short. And I was like, so close, like both years, so close. And it didn't happen. So when it happened indoor, I was like, finally, like I knew I could do it, but it was just like, finally, the fruits of my labor are coming in, you know? And so that was one moment that I'll never forget. And it was just a great moment. And I got to like, and I have like these great pictures of me, like running out of the sand. And like, I seen the, the mark came on the board and I was just like, so surprised. Like I did it. And I got, and I have like some great pictures hugging my teammates and they're just so proud of me for making it. So that's definitely one memory that I will, that's one of the best ones. When you're competing, you know, as a jumper, it's really just you, the runway, the sand pit. You're not necessarily competing against somebody at the same time. You know, obviously you have your competitors going before and after you, but it's really just you when it all comes down to it. What goes through your head before that jump when it's just you and, you know, right before that, you know, you take yeah, off? For sure. Um, honestly, I'm like focused uh, on really it's like smaller things because you, I feel like you can't really like think of like, okay, all this stuff, you kind of have to focus yourself and kind of get in that zone. So when I step on the runway, I'm thinking of one or two technical things that my coach has told me probably prior to that jump on what I need to do. But other than that, I'm just like, all right, Ariana, like kind of like talking to myself, like, all right, Ariana, it's time. Like, just go out there and do it. Like, don't overthink it. You're just going to mess yourself up. Just go out there and just do it. And so I'm just so focused in on going out there and just triple jumping. Like I don't really think too much of the outside of like what's going on next to me or anything like that. I just go out and do it. And it is one of those events where it's hard because you're right, I'm jumping by myself. So you can't, sometimes you can't see who's jumping farther than you or what place you're in. And you can't let all those outside factors get in your head because if you're on the run when you're thinking like, what place am I in? Who's beating me? Who's who's this? And just messes you up. So you just gotta really dial in and focus, and that's what I do. Like on that runway. I got a little bit of an interesting question here for you. I know that there's a number of you know jumpers that will start to do like a clap almost mm -hmm. before they jump. Are you one of those that will do that? I am. I am. So the clap is just like it's a fun thing to do. It gets the crowd engaged. It gets you a little bit more pumped and I don't do it on every jump because like it's just a lot to do but usually on the on the jumps like the last jump or like second or third when you really are like okay I need that extra boost of like confidence and that 
it gets your adrenaline pumping because like you're like all right let's go and you're like talking to the crowd and you start to clap and you like are feeling the rhythm of the triple jump in the clap and so it's like that exciting it gets you going I love clapping like some of those things where especially on a big stage so I clapped at USA's I clapped at NCAA's and it's just kind of like when you're like clapping and you're on the runway you're just like all eyes are on you like this is your moment like you just can envision like in a movie like when someone's on the stage and it's like the spotlight's on them and everything's dark like that's how I feel when the clap is going like I just hear the clap and my body is like getting into the rhythm of the triple jump and then I just go and I do it so it's fun it's something that makes triple jump fun I think when people clap it gets the crowd engaged it gets the other jumpers excited like okay what's it, what are you gonna do like your time you mentioned that you know you started track back in seventh grade you kept it going you've gotten to the level that you're at um and then you mentioned that you know you finished fourth at usa's but you still wanted more what is that motivation that keeps you you know wanting more to keep striving to get better at your sport yeah i think it is one me just being competitive (laughs) you know like i'm a competitive person i always want keep growing and elevate and then really just making the people around me proud and I know my coach and I know my family and all of the support I have of family and friends and just everyone they're already so proud of me but just knowing that I can do more and I want to do more and I will do more and that just like keeps me going because I'm like I want to make them so proud I want them to just know that I'm working hard and I'm doing this not only for them, but for myself and because I love the sport. And yeah, so I honestly feel like I'll never 100% be satisfied. <laughs> I'll always just want more. And um, yeah, so that really is just like striving to be the best that I can be in everything that I do. And that's what really keeps me hungry and making the people that love me and I love proud. Who are some of your role models, whether it's, you know, the sport track and field, specifically jumping or just life in general? Who do you like to look up to? And, you know, who who is that role model for you? Yeah, so I don't specifically have a role model for track and field, per se, but just role model in life. First person that comes to my head is my Auntie Vicky. Um, She's my oldest aunt. And she's just one of those women in my life who have done extraordinary things. And she is just an amazing person inside and out. She's a beautiful soul. She's a beautiful woman. And she just strives to be great. And she's successful. And she works hard. And she loves hard. And I just love that about her. And I don't know, like, she's just my role model for sure. I want to be a successful in life just as her and just be able to live life happy the way she does and she has went through so much and got through it and she holds her head high and I love that and so for sure my aunt she's my real model I love her my mom as well she works hard and she's just like so nice to everyone like my mom is literally the nicest person I've ever met I promise you like I'm like how are you so nice all the time and so just being able to smile and laugh and love like she does is something. So my aunt and my mom, and of course I have to say my coach Chama, um, he's definitely a role model because he works hard and he's from Bulgaria. He came to the United States. He is a coach and he's a great one. You know, he has a beautiful family. 
and he just works really hard and he gets results and he can really do anything like truly he's an all around like he fix cars he can do he can do it all fix a house fix an athlete like he's just he can do it you know so um definitely a role model and work ethic is my hope and I, I strive to work just as hard as he does and reap the benefits just like he did now I'm sure that you know between training competing school that takes up a good bit of your time but you know if you do happen to have free time every now and again what do you like to do? What are some of your hobbies? Yeah, so I love to lay in my bed. My, my hobby is to not do anything and to just be able to lay in my bed and watch TV. And I'm really into reality TV. So just like laying in bed and watching reality TV and just that is my hobby. That is what I love to do. When I'm not working out, when I'm not in school, when I'm not with kids all day, it's just, I want, I like to relax and just like kind of turn my brain off. And so, yeah, that's really all I like to do is lay in my bed and relax. But I guess you can say a hobby of mine is like watching videos of like natural hair and getting into like doing stuff for my hair. I really like that. That's the aspect that I like. Um, other than that, I just like to chill. <laughs> I got one last question here for you, you know, you said that you like teaching kids. That's why you got into teaching, you know, kindergarten. But what advice would you give for the youth, you know, whether it is just, you know, a little kindergartner or a high schooler who wants to, you know, compete at track at the next level or, you know, just anybody, what advice would you give to them? Yeah, I think I would give the advice of trust the process. Um, and enjoy the process because it's not always going to be easy. You're going to have times where it's going to be hard and getting through some things is it's going to be difficult. And the road is never really easy. Although if some people have it easy, I guess it's very rare. <laughs> so just trust the process and enjoy it. You know, there's going to be times where you're not going to want to go to practice or you're not going to want to do the homework and you're not going to want to do the reading. You're not going to want to put the extra in, but do it, you know, do the extra work, put the extra time in because you're going to see the benefits and reap the reward of your labor. So just trust in your coach, trust in your teacher, trust in the right people, trust in your support system and trust the process. And everyone goes, has a different process, you know, no one's road to glory and success is the same. And so just know if somebody, if you see somebody doing something, maybe it's easier for them or maybe it's going a lot quicker than it is for you. Don't get down on it. Just trust your process and trust that what you're doing will reap the rewards. So yeah, for sure. All right. Well, like I said, that's the last question I have for you. So once again, thank you for, you know, taking some time out of your day and getting to tell us your story and everything about your track career. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Um, it was an amazing time, and I hope we can do this again. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Of course, and, you know, you said that you got that extra year of eligibility, so good luck with that. I'll be looking for you, you know, whether it is that NCAA stage or even further Olympic trials that come up here in the next few years. Good luck with all of that, and I know everybody will be rooting for you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. With that being said, my name is Jared Mizranek for Double FM Sports, and I'm signing off.